Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. I like your haircut. Thanks, man. They changed the layout of the Discord video message, and I'm not sure if I like it. <laughs> that is a, a first world problem right there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I did. I got a haircut. I uh, I was I I mentioned to you the other day that I went to Six Flags, and um, I didn't mention yeah. how incredibly uncomfortable I was because I was just so hot and sweaty. Hmm. So I uh, I got all my haircut off. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Nice. I spent this last weekend at a music festival in Arlington, in which I drove by Six Flags every day to the the baseball stadium there. Yeah. It was also very hot, (laughs) and I was on my feet all day for three days. So you can't tell anymore, but I applied sunblock (laughs) to every part of my body, except for this little piece right here where my hair parts at the top of my head so i was mm. sunburned just in this little like silver dollar sized section wear a hat no i don't wear hats yeah and that's why you're gonna get skin cancer yeah I'm not, <laughs> well, for one i'm not gonna get skin cancer off of uh burning their that spot once two uh i can't wear a hat man i can't wear a hat i got long it hair it covers up everything the hair's got to move i'm in a pit i'm gonna lose the hat I was at a, I was at concerts, man. I was at you know, I I didn't realize you were a race car driver. I don't understand because you're just full of excuses. Is that a so. thing that the, I don't know anything about race car drivers? I don't yeah, know. yeah, that's no, it. Just, that's it. Uh, okay, that's, car it. that's the one thing I know excuses. about race car drivers is everything I learned from Talladega Nights, which I don't remember anymore, and that they're full of excuses. Uh, okay, pretty cool. Much. All right, I'm too tired. Let's uh, let's. <laughs> sorry, I, I did that three day music festival, and then I immediately like I drove home the next day for four hours, uh, and then started a new job the day after. So I'm just I'm beat. I've, Fair enough, man. Yeah, and I've also given up caffeine in the afternoon, and that hasn't been going well. Although every day is a teeny bit better. So let's uh, let's talk about what we were here to talk about. All right, we watched Obi Wan Kenobi which is an American television miniseries created for the streaming service Disney Plus. Yes. Yes. So, uh, are you surprised mm. that they kept that, that they didn't keep the name Kenobi? Cuz I think that was the marketing material for like a good 4 or was 5 it? months. Was yeah. It? I didn't I didn't and then, I didn't realize. Yeah, I think they were just gonna, I, everything that I saw it was just Kenobi and then now it says mm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, interesting. I know originally it was Obi-Wan Kenobi a Star Wars story. <laughs> when it was a movie before Solo made Disney back out of all future Star Wars uh, spinoffs, because it which is really, which is really a horrible. Sad. Yeah, uh, I say horrible. Uh, speaking of the box office, the box office is horrible. I'm not giving my opinion on Solo right now. Mm. All right, so I the like so- blurb. I like Solo. So <laughs> I'm sure you did. The blurb for Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi on Disney Plus during the reign of the Empire. Obi Wan Kenobi embarks on a crucial mission. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, blurb over on IMDb. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi watches over young Luke Skywalker and evades the Empire's elite Jedi hunters during his exile on the desert planet Tatooine. 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 Yeah. Right. Awesome. So do you I don't even know where to start. So we've we've done I think this is the trifecta, yeah? We've we've done Star Trek episodes. Uh-huh. We just did a Stargate episode. 
Uh huh. And now we're finishing up with the Star Wars episode. Hmm. Let me think. I don't think there's anything else left. This is it. We've peaked. He's thinking really hard, looking at. I us, think just I, letting I, that process. I, I, I think we have to play Star Citizen and then <laughs> no, 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 yeah, straight to stream. <laughs> the three big stars uh, for know? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trek Wars yeah. Gate. I mean, well, it's 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 two big stars and their and little Stargate, their little yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> like the old, like Star Trek uh, yeah. is the oldest brother. Star Wars is the middle child that gets all the attention. And then Stargate is the little brother or little sister. Unwanted. Along for, yeah. Came along later, <laughs> just kind of ignored. Hey, guys. Uh, are, arguably, arguably the best movie out of all of them. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> Star Wars versus Stargate. Like, like, like the original Star Wars movie versus Stargate. They're such different films. Yeah. Like you couldn't have pitted two so well, I, I, different without getting sci-fi too franchises. far into the weeds. Star the the original Star Wars movie. Everyone knows me by George Lucas, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who for the most part a, a novice to the film industry at that time. Like I mean, this he he had done some stuff. Film, I, think, I believe yeah. THX right nineteen eighty six or whatever it's called. Um, but I mean, Stargate was if I remember correctly made by the guy who made um, Independence Day because Independence Day was supposed to be a sequel to Stargate. And then he couldn't get the right. So he was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a totally different movie franchise. That's why the aliens look the same. Yeah. And the the spaceships are real similar. All the architecture kind of looks the same. But yeah. Zemeckis? Oh, Oh, no. no, no, I think think that's an Emmerich joint. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What year did Stargate come out? 1994. And then Independence Day came out, I think, 1995. So just banging them out. Zemeckis, the man. So. 1996 for Independence Ze- Day. He had I, a little I, said Ze- I said Zemeckis again. Emmerich, sorry. Wow. Let's so go back ahead and jump into, the, let's jump into the facts here. <laughs> yeah, let's get some facts out of the way. Go right ahead. Uh, currently sitting at a 7.9 out of 10, based on 31,000 ratings on IMDb. Overwhelmingly positive at 40.1% of, 40, 40. of the votes at 10. Nine, eight, of course, everything goes down. A lot of ones, believe it or not, uh, with an arithmetic mean of 7.9, a, a median score of nine. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an average tomato meter of 87% fresh with a 58% average audience score. And then Metacritic, of course, uh, rounding out, speaking of the, the third unwanted sibling, 75 <laughs> based on 18 critical reviews and a user score of 3.4, genuinely unfavorable. Based on 136 ratings. And of course, 87% of Google users liked this TV show. Yeah. Okay. This is something that you chose. So I'm just going to take the lead here. Please. Actually, I guess we should give what we do. Uh, uh, Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we rate and review uh, straight to stream science fiction media. There we go. (laughs) My initial thoughts and opinions. I really enjoyed this show. I think the first episode was a really good Star Wars episode. I really liked, and this is something that I, I talked about before with some mutual friends of ours in, in a Discord, uh, where uh, I, I like it when Star Wars is more than just the Force and the Jedi. Like, there's an entire, like, I don't want to say extended universe, but there's an entire quote-unquote world Galaxy. outside of this, yeah, yeah. Uh, outside of um 
just the Jedi, right? Like Jedi are cool. Like the force is cool. Space wizards, laser swords. I'm in. I'm definitely in, right? But you know what else is cool? Boba Fett pre-1997. You know, uh, I'm just kidding. You know, the Mandalorian is cool. Han Solo is cool. Chewie is cool, right? Yeah, yeah. You can have a Star Wars story and you don't have to have the Jedi. And I think that what makes episode one a really great Star Wars episode is because it deals with like like loss on a variety of different issues, right? Um, obviously, we deal with the loss of the Jedi Order, okay? Uh, then we deal with the loss of Obi-Wan's, like for lack of a better term, faith, you know? And then we deal with, ob- there is something going, there's something wrong with Reva, whoever she, whoever that person is, there's something wrong with her. Um, she's lost something, and we're, I guess we're going to figure out what it is in episode three or four. There's six episodes, right? Yes, six episodes. Okay, so I think eventually we'll get there. Yeah, I, I, I actually like the second episode a lot. Um, I got a lot of Blade Runner vibes, like the, the cinematography. You know, there's the neon. You know, whatever cyberpunk city. That's, I mean, that's been done before in Star Wars. And I, what I also really enjoyed is. Obi-Wan sneaking around like Obi-Wan from the original Star Wars movie. Like he's very deliberate. I mean, obviously we didn't see Alec Guinness beating up bums in an alley, but. <laughs> no, he just but, sliced you know, up some dudes at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, but he was attacked. There's, I guess there's a difference. Like, I mean, Obi-Wan, even McGregor was attacked, but like what I'm saying is like, we got to see like the, I don't want to say the force being used to conceal, but like, I guess that's always been the benefit of wearing those robes is you are kind of invisible. You know what I mean? People like nowadays, if you're walking around in Jedi robes, people might think you're a weirdo or you're just, you know, a, a very committed dudist. But uh, yeah, no, I, I really like the second episode. Um, I'm interested in the Inquisitors. Like it is fun to see a retcon like live action, <laughs> like like as you see it, you know, because as far as I'm aware... In any of the, the the canon Star Wars material up until this point, there hasn't been a mention of Inquisitors. Like, in, in ter- unless it's a game. Like, I haven't played Fallen Order, and I believe that is canon. Yeah. Um, it's got EA's stamp on it, so I assume it's canon. But uh, what? Well, the, the, the Inquisitors are definitely from the animated shows. In fact, the Grand Inquisitor oh, okay. is a character in the animated shows or in Rebels oh, or like Rebels. Or okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer. I've only seen one season of uh, Clone Wars and then none of the other animated shows. So if I say anything that's incorrect, feel free to blast me on Twitter. <laughs> so, th- all right. I stand corrected. So it's not a retcon. Um, I have read some stuff about inconsistencies in the plot and some of the characters. Eh, you know, it's whatever. Uh, like his age is definitely a thing, <laughs> you know, like he's supposed to be a 67 year old man in 10 years. Looks like he's in his mid to early 40s. So not really that big a deal for me. Overall, I enjoy the acting. You know, the sets are always going to be, you know, it's Lucas films. They're always mm-hmm. going to make great sets. Um, like it, it, whether it's CGI, live action, whatever, they're, they're always going to do their best to... Um, uh, you know, make it look good. Uh, yeah. Costuming, I thought was really cool. Did you recognize your boy, Han? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My, oh, the credits came Zoom on. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, snap, that's Han. Actually, <laughs> that's, that's my guy. Yeah, I was like, I recognize this guy. I recognize this guy. Who is it? And at first I thought, oh, like, look, 
I just started naming off the Asian actors I know. Wow. And he was the third one. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Well, because there's uh, he- he's got heavy makeup and some maybe yeah, some he's, loaf. He's what he's and he's got a hat. Like a hat. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. it's very much not human. And I, but and his voice, he's doing something to his voice. It's very it's different. But I was like, I recognize this. I recognize this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but then uh, But it is Sung Kang. Yeah. Joel Joel Edgerton making his third appearance on the sci-fi wise guys. Wow. <laughs> he's just racking them up. Famously played an orc in a, what was it, Bright? Yeah. We'll never yeah. see the sequel for that, unfortunately. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, of course, we had Ellen McGregor, and then we got a little bit of a tease at the end of the second episode. I, I hadn't watched the third one. I don't know if you've watched it or not. I have not. Uh, I know it, okay. like, it came out. I expected this, because this launched on a Friday, so I expected mm-hmm. the next episode to come out the next Friday. It did not. It came yeah. out on a Tuesday <laughs> or a Wednesday. Like, Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Wednesday. Um so. Yeah. So I haven't seen that yet, no. Okay. A little later. All in all, I liked it. I had yeah. a lot of fun. So how about you? I also liked it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, I want to correct something you said. Okay. Ian McGregor is 51. Okay. Alec Guinness was 63 in episode uh, four, or, you know, Star Wars A New Hope. So mm. it is, I mean, 12 years. I think I think Alec Guinness's gray hair really helps make him look it older might, i mean it does right like it might know. just be edwin's makeup then because he doesn't look like he's in his 50s so i mean but he no, also played like a, he's also he a has, beautiful man just a beautiful beautiful man <laughs> well i was gonna say he also played like a 20 year old kid in phantom menace and uh yeah. you know i mean that was he's 51 came out, 19, came out in 1999 yeah he plays so in the tw- early 20s yeah he was 28 when the movie came out so yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah i knows. mean it's ho- hollywood magic who knows hollywood right? magic um, uh, but their ages actually kind of line up which i thought was interesting cool no i really really enjoyed it i like the character of what whatever the the, the sister the grand not the grand inquisitor but the other inquisitor um you mentioned uh played by moses ingram uh, she's only got seven acting credits. I oh. think the only other thing that people would probably recognize her from is The Queen's Gambit. She played a character named Jolene. I have not seen it. She was also in the Michael Bay film Ambulance that released earlier this year. But I don't know how big of a role that was as I did not see that film. Same. <laughs> so spoilers. Uh, <laughs> the the revelation of, of Princess Leia being in here, that completely like out of left field, was not expecting that whatsoever. It was really, really cool to see it's an interesting way of making it fit canon because Luke is always on Tatooine and he never leaves and nothing really happens to him. So they're like, you know what though? We have this other character, his sister. We can do whatever we want, more or less. (laughs) Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays Princess Leia, has twice as many acting credits at 15. She turns 10 in a few days. Yeah, I had had to do some math. 2012, 2022, looking at her birth date. Um, Mm. Looking at things she's been in... um, I don't think I've seen any of it. She was in Bird Box as girl, girl. quote unquote. Yeah. She does have two things, like, yeah, three things in post-production, various various states of post-production. Uh, so she's a child actor and she's she's acting a lot. Good for okay. her. I think she does an okay job as a child actor. I know that that's kind of been a stickler for us sometimes in the past. Um, I, like, she delivers her lines well. She holds herself well. Like, I believe her as being a royal 10-year-old. You know, someone who it's probably a little too comfortable with who they, with with where they are. Blah blah blah. I will say that the uh, the chase scene in the woods in episode one when she gets kidnapped is um 
I was like, she's 10, just pick her up. Like, what are you doing? I, I you know, think like, I don't understand. Cause I, I did talk about this with the wife um, because we, we uh, it was something that we both commented on. Like she's very mature for a 10 year old. Like the statement she give, like her cousin or whatever. Yeah. She just, she identifies like his, his weaknesses and his flaws and she dresses him down right in front of mixed company. Sure. Um, and then the, the stuff that she gives Obi-Wan in the second episode, I was like, it's a very astute 10 year old. Like uh, well, I, I think a lot of people think 10 year olds are really dumb. They're not. Kids are a lot smarter than you think. They usually just can't express themselves in right. such a way that makes them seem intelligent. So it's a little different when you're being fed lines like, hey, say this, but say it confidently. It's a little different. But uh, for well, the chase scene itself, yeah, I, th- I think that like they were not trying to catch her. You know what I mean? Like they were hurting her. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, because if they wanted to, they would have run her down. Like, and there's even a scene where a guy under can't. Yeah. No one can really see me, but like he's doing this with his arms, like he's <laughs> shuffling back and forth as she's like running alongside of him. And so it's just like, yeah, okay, okay, that makes more. And sense. then and then she does the parkour thing, and I was like, ah, well, this is her neck of the woods. No yeah, pun intended. Well, to but yeah, to add on to like her being super mature for her age. I think that's, I mean, part of that's a tribute to her upbringing and whatnot. And I, I mm-hmm. have met very, um, oh, what's the word? Well-spoken 10 and 11 year olds. Uh, okay. Also, we've got to remember that her, the character, her biological mother was the queen of a planet and ruled a whole planet at the age of 14. Uh, so it's probably, yeah, that's not, it might that's, also that's, be a little genetic. That's not, ge- that's not genetic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Being smart or- courtliness that get like no I mean, no no, she no was, but i mean like <laughs> being being observant being a being like the, your mannerisms like a lot of your personality is uh definitely nurture but there's definitely there's some nature you have some inclinations I agree. right yeah i agree yeah and she's being brought up in the same type of a very similar uh upbringing or a very similar society at the, at the very least um on alderaan as she probably would have on naboo so you know, it's yeah. kind of, it's working out. And then you see Luke and Luke is just, he's got the same mannerisms, but he's on a dirt, fa- he's on a moisture farm on a dirt planet. <laughs> like it's very, like, it's just different, right? Yeah. So no, the, none of that bothers me. Uh, you saying that they're hurting her, that makes a lot of sense. I, I do remember the, the, some of the hand motions and stuff. And I thought, I thought they were playing it up for kind of comedy for, well, for children, like so real low grade or whatever, but I could definitely see that. And she does do a pretty good job of running away from Obi-Wan in the second episode. Cause she's like, Going into places he can't, because she's so small. Um, right. Squeezing, like walking under people and going between racks of things that he just can't fit in, and so. And it wouldn't surprise me her being a princess that they wouldn't have trained her on what to do if she was being chased or kid. Like you know, I feel like that's probably sure, yeah. something that's part of your upbringing at some point. Like, hey, this might be a very real thing. No, but uh, sorry to get get back to it. I, I like the direction the story's going. I like this kind of broken down version of Obi Wan. I'm, I'm eager to see him kind of go through his transformation uh, to become more like the Obi-Wan in episode, you know, in episode four from how many ever years ago that was. What is that? 50? 1977? 55, something like that. 55 years? Yeah. It's a long, long time ago. 1977. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, 1977. Well, you, weren't, you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I was not there. I wasn't, I wasn't born. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it, this they are definitely making the most out of their Mos Eisley, Tatooine city sets uh, between this and The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. It's pretty good. We haven't really met any other characters besides the three that I've mentioned. 
I guess the only other, the only other one I think would be worth mentioning is that, uh, well, we already mentioned Sung Kang, <laughs> is Senator Bail Organa, Jimmy Smits. He was way down on the list. That's crazy. Um, so it was really cool to see him again. Uh, I, I've, I like one a lot episode, of his other huh? work. Huh? Is one he episode. Just in the first episode? Nice. I think so. That would be why he's so down, so far down on the list. Uh, but I've enjoyed him in other things I've seen him in. Uh, he's a he's a great actor. It's always cool to see him in the background, whether it was in Rogue One or in this, uh, a little bit more. Well, I guess a little more in the foreground. Um, but it's always cool to see him. The only thing I know about the show going forward is that Hayden Christensen is in it as Darth Vader. So I know that Darth Vader shows up. I don't know in what capacity. Judging from some of the promotional images that are like on Disney+, Plus, I assume him and Obi-Wan have a, a, a thing. They have a little bit of a a ruckus that cause a yeah. little, you know, throw some things around or whatever. So I guess I'm looking forward to that and seeing how they weave that into the larger story. Uh, but otherwise I don't know anything else about it. Uh, I imagine that this is a one-off. I don't, they, they haven't talked about doing any additional seasons or anything. And I don't, at a certain point they can't, right? Because it has to fit into yeah. the larger story. Do you have any predictions for episodes three through six? Uh, I mean, eventually, cause it, <laughs> If Jimmy Smith is only in one episode, I assume that means that they're not going to be going back to Alderaan anytime soon, which probably means we're going to get some Obi-Wan Leia time, which would make sense, you know, if they spend time together because she leaves that recording for him, you know, she's Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, you're my only hope, whatever. Uh, I mean, we'll probably get some expansion on that. Like, um, he'll discover her force sensitivity, I assume, and then he'll just keep his teeth together. Because he doesn't want anyone to know, you know, outside of probably Papa Organa, Bail and Brea. Yeah, yeah. So, but my predictions for Darth, like, like, uh, for the most part, I, I think we both like the show, right? Yeah. Like, um, so good first I'd, impressions for sure. I'd, I'd like to speculate a little bit for the future. You said that you you don't think there'll be additional seasons. Well, they haven't um, announced I mean, anything. Yeah, right. Well, it's speaking of canon, <laughs> the Marvel. Star Wars comic books are considered canon. Okay. And like there's they I think there's an entire Darth Vader series. So I wouldn't really be surprised if there is a Darth Vader mini series like in the next 2 or 3 years. I think that would actually be really cool. I I don't know if Disney would do it though because like even inherently a bad person, Boba Fett, right? Like a mercenary, a killer, a murderer, a smuggler, whatever, 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 whatever these labels, quote unquote, you want to apply to someone. Uh, he still ended up being the good guy at the end of the day. And so I don't know if you can do that with Darth Vader. I mean, mm-hmm. he is a tragic character in a sense. Well, not just in a sense, but like he's just a tragic character. Uh, very Shakespearean. Um, eventually comes around and rejoins the light somehow after killing a bunch of kids. They're like, oh yeah, man, come on, be a force ghost. It's All cool. you have to do on your deathbed is ask for, for <laughs> forgiveness from Jesus and you get into heaven. Uh, Doesn't matter Jesus. how many children uh, you kill. Force <laughs> Jesus is G- also called episode two Obi-Wan. Yeah. What do you think Force Jesus's metachlorian count is? I noticed oh, they haven't mentioned over, that word. Over 9,000 like, for sure. <laughs> They haven't mentioned that word in like 15 years. Hopefully it goes away. I think Darth Vader does not get a miniseries. Darth Vader works as the background menace. He's the phantom menace of this time yeah. period, and he needs to stay that way. I don't think you can do a story around him. Yeah, uh, you can. I don't, I not mean, as the main f- character. because of Why? Because like, they have yet to do a Star Wars anything where you play the bad guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if they if they would. 
I just because saying they, like yeah, because you can't turn him into a you can't turn him into a redeemable character. Nope. Before the movies come out, like yeah, no. chronologically, yeah, yeah, in the time in the timeline. Um, but uh, like the, maybe they'll do an Inquisitor show. Like they have to do something with the bat, the like the dark side of the Force. Uh, because in all things, and the Force requires balance, right? So, yeah, I guess <laughs> you can't just have good guys could, all the time. You, we could see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we'll see. I There's I think we'll get room to one. Play off. I just wish we could stay off Tatooine for a while. It'd be cool. Like I've talked about this before. There's like three major cities. Why is it there's nothing there? Like they literally farm water for themselves. Yeah. There is no reason for that planet to be inhabited. There's lots of other planets. Just leave. Go do something else. Nah, man. You'll never find a hive of scum and villainy like Mosley. <laughs> yeah, Nalhada. Look, that's where they go. Yeah, it's the outer rim. There's no law enforcement. Come on. I could see. So my prediction is that there's not an Obi-Wan season two, but I could see Ewan McGregor showing up for a scene or two in something else. Yeah. Either as most likely as Obi-Wan, uh, like alive. I don't think they'll do force ghost Ewan McGregor. I don't see that happening unless they, I don't know what, I don't know how they reconcile that with the original trilogy. I mean, unless they, just, they, act, they unless they literally replace Alec Guinness in yeah. two movies, which would be uh, <laughs> like that. Like I, I, I'm pretty like I, you know like the changes that Lucas and Disney have made to the original trilogy. Like okay, give and take, whatever. I don't like this, but I don't I don't care. But if they literally removed Alec Guinness from two movies, I think I would I would lose my mind. <laughs> I would that would be the <laughs> one thing where I'm like, what ah. Why? No. Anyway. Yeah. I bad mean, idea. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I just, eh, you never, you never know, right? But I think for the most part, I, I have to give props to Joel Edgerton. I really like his acting, and I like his acting so much that I didn't even realize it was Joel Edgerton until the credits. No? <laughs> like, uh, well, the, la- the last two times I saw him, he was in heavy makeup, right? So, sure. um, but yeah, no, like, he just... Uncle Owen, yeah. A couple tidbits. I, I, I did notice some cool, um, I don't want to say uh, Easter eggs, but the T-16, like the like as soon as it came on screen, uh, I, I think I just said out loud, like, man, I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home, and they're no bigger than two meters. And my wife looked at me, she's like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, it's an obscure line. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not that obscure. He admitted to killing uh, small animals. <laughs> At his farm back well, home. They're, well, they're dangerous scavengers. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that yeah, one yeah. lady in Mando was going to blow one away with a shotgun. Do you remember? Like when... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, you better not be a womp rat. Like, well, they can't understand you. I don't know why you're talking to it. So I don't think we've seen some of these. I really liked Kamel as the grifter kind of guy. He's like, I am the Jedi Haja. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was really good. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. If I remember right, wasn't he in a, uh, or am I, yeah, he was in Eternals. Okay. So. Okay, oh, I never just, saw Eternals. It's the one Marvel so property I've not watched. He's been in Star Wars. Of course. He's been in a Marvel. Has he been in a Star Trek episode or movie? I do not think so. No, so, he has not. Okay. But he was in Star. No, he wasn't in Stargate either. <laughs> Uh, a little too new to be in Stargate, I think. Yeah, probably. Oh, he could have been in SGU, maybe. Gay of Thrones. Here we go. Have you seen that? Have you watched that? What is it? 
Gay of Thrones? No. I'll send it I'll send it to you offline. It's really funny. He was in Gears of War 3, Careful What You Wish For. Short. <laughs> He's done a lot of voices. He was obviously in Mass Effect Andromeda's director Tan, which I think was uh he was panned on the internet for his uh portrayal, which I actually I, I kind of enjoyed that. Mm. He's also in Shadow of uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. So, I mean, he's just been in a couple of things here. I don't know really any of these other people like Nietzsche. I don't know who that is. I didn't, we, we really didn't get to see Bar- Aunt Baru. No, not really. I mean, there's just some actors on here like Flea. I was really excited to see Flea. Uh, <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it was actually him on screen. But he's like, I don't know if you've ever seen his filmography, but it's actually really funny. Most famously, he was a nihilist in, I think, The Big Lebowski. And he's, he's been in a band once or twice. Was he was Flea in a band? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, you probably yeah. never heard of it. The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Doesn't ring a very, bell. Very, very obscure band from California. Oh, California? No good music comes from California. <laughs> the, speaking of uh, music from California, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in this thing. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I saw, so, I'm looking at the same list you're looking at. Right, right. No, no yeah. I just meant like, did oh, you know that he was in it no. until you no. looked at the list? No, yeah. no, no, no. Of course not. Uh, we're a little too far into this episode to reveal this, listeners, but we never do any research before a, a thing that we watch, unless it is something that we've already seen. Exceptions can be made. Whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I did watch a whole bunch of things after I saw this. Like I watched some Ewan McGregor interviews concerning mm-hmm. it. Uh, the only interesting thing I learned was that uh, apparently like, they were doing final casting, and so he was there. Uh, they were using there was like a it was they said it was a Sunday on the set of The Mandalorian, the Tatooine set of The Mandalorian. And so they're using it, and he gets the robes on, and he walks out, and everyone's you know excited. Everyone like there's a there's a tension like oh this is happening, and they're, like, they're down. He didn't say what part they were reading for, but they were like, he said there were five or six actors, and he starts reading his part, but he can't remember how to do Alec Guinness's accent, so he doesn't sound like Obi Wan. So he could, he could, everyone just looked disappointed as reading my lines. He said he had to go back. He said he went back and watched, uh, rewatched all of Alec Guinness's movies and tried to, and repeating lines to like relearn. I guess that's what he did originally to like learn that accent. Use the force, Luke. Yeah. He, yeah. Keep working on it. You'll get there. You'll, get, you'll be, you'll no, be a very different version of Obi-Wan, <laughs> you know. I'd like to share with you a tiny little cross media reference. Okay. There is a player for the New York Knicks, and his name is Obi Toppin. His name is spelled O B I, and he wears number one. He is Obi One. That's good. There you go, fans. That's good. Sports fans. Sports. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that like, um, due to the, I don't, I'm not going to say failure, but due to all the controversy around the sequels and the prequels, I and the the Star the Star Wars Legend movies, I don't know how many more films are going to be made. I know I was reading a thing the other day about how Ryan Johnson's trilogy is isn't being nixed, but it's being shelved for a particular amount of time. Sorry, who, what uh, trilogy is being shelved? Ryan Johnson, he he is oh, the director yeah. of um Epic, The Last the, Jedi. The worst right? one. Yeah. Eh. Uh just not so much the worst one, but is the one that is the most inconsistent with the other movies. <laughs> I yeah, I think the Last Jedi had a lot of good ideas. That doesn't matter. You can have all the good ideas in the world if you don't implement them well. You don't have well, good direction and pacing, and you don't just rip off scenes from Episode Five. They fair. Deus, uh, they, they <laughs> Deus ex machina an entire First Order fleet with a with doing something they could have done in the first five minutes of the movie. Well, 
I my biggest problem with that is with that particular movie is the purple haired lady <sighs> whose name I don't even remember. But it's like, like how, like I think they could have cut out twenty five minutes of that movie. Had like she had just like, hey, Dameron, this is my plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that you're about to stage a mutiny and everything, but before you do all that, let me just explain to you my plan. Oh, okay. Well, that they makes a lot of sense. They should have let Finn die. <laughs> it would have been the perfect end to his character. What a what a strange what a strange series of movies. But anyways, so yeah. Ryan Johnson got the green light for his own trilogy that's mm. like at some point and i think after the reception of the last jedi they decided to put that on hold and i don't know if it's ever actually going to be made the last so, thing i heard was that basically all star wars movies are on hold or canceled yeah and they're focusing on the television this, episodic which format. is probably the best idea like you don't get the big blockbuster move like bucks eh. um huh. It's really fun to say like, hey, Disney owns the intellectual property for like five of the highest grossing movies of all time, right? Like that's a feather in the cap. No matter how you want to slice it, no matter how you want to debate whether or not Disney has been good or bad for the Star Wars franchise, the ledger is in the red, right? Or I'm sorry, the ledger is in the black, right? So they could never make another Star Wars movie and still have made a massive return on their original investment. But I think prestige television is the way to go because you can tell a more intimate story. Um, whether or not you tell that story correctly, as the Book of Boba Fett would probably tell us. But I think that just like this is the future. Like if you can hook, you know, twenty million people on a you know five dollar a month subscription service. Like how mu- I, I don't know what the revenue generation is there. I don't know, but I think that like we're just going to have prestige television for the foreseeable future, and I don't know if they're ever going to make another Star Wars movie. I don't want to say like this, like in the 2020s, I could be wrong. Like there could be a bunch of stuff that's in pre-production that we don't know about, that they're really keeping under wraps. Maybe the eventual Marvel Star Wars crossover will actually happen. Oh God, I hope that never happens. Uh, (laughs) But um, no, I just, I just think that we're, we're in a good place. I mean, it is only the first two episodes. I'm not trying to overreact, but I think that Disney has proven that they can tell a story on the small screen without, you know, because what also benefits from the television series is that even if your storytelling is inconsistent, you don't have to focus on that, right? Like there's like Ahsoka is getting her own television show, right? Yeah. Like, does it matter that she was in The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett? No, right? Like, does it? Can it take place before or after? Does it matter because it's not a movie? You don't have to spend two and a half to three hours trying to justify. Uh, the decision, you know, made by someone in a movie that came out 30 years ago. You don't have to do any of that. You can just tell a completely different story. So I think that's where we're at. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think about the the quote unquote negative fan reaction that we seem to have gotten? I am not uh, going to give them the time of day. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, the, I just the, all the negative things I've heard about have either been about uh, the chase scene in episode one, which I mentioned, which is four minutes out of an hour long episode. And is not repeated in the second episode, so whatever. And two, the one actress being, quote-unquote, a bad actress, which I don't agree with. And uh, enough of those reviews mention other aspects of that uh, actress's character. Are you specifically referring to Moses? Mm -hmm. Moses Ingram? Yeah, I was trying not to, but yeah. Oh, sorry. No, it's all right. A lot of people are talking smack. 
about half the people that I see talking smack are talking smack for the wrong reasons. So I don't, I don't give any of it credence. My absolute favorite thing about these negative reviews, like if you could have a favorite thing about a negative review, yeah, is I've noticed a pattern, and you may have noticed it a long time ago, and maybe it just took a, <laughs> maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but I think we talked about it in a previous episode, and it might have been uh, Strange New Worlds, right? Where if there's anything different, anything different about the original or anything that, that, that appears to be different from the original, whether it's, even if it's a recast, if there's a woman involved or a person of color, every single review is going to have the word woke in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not quite sure what that means. Like, I don't know either. I want to propose a hypothetical for you. Let's say aliens are real. Okay. Let's just put it, let's just put it out there. Aliens are like exist, sentient right? aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. In 20 years, like in 30, 40 years, aliens visit the planet. Sweet. Yeah. UFO lands, guy hops out. It's it's Keanu Reeves from that movie. And he's like, yo, take me to your leader, blah, 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 right? Yeah, and yeah, these yeah. aliens just completely integrate into into humanity's society, right? They, 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 Earth becomes part of whatever their thing is. Aliens live here. Humans live there. And they decide that they're going to remake Star Wars, right? Why not? Yeah, right? why not? Sure, okay. Or, or Star Trek. Let's say Star Trek, right? Stargate. And they decide to recast... Yeah, 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 Stargate. And they decide to recast one of the Goa'ulds as an alien. As one of these aliens. Yeah, is the yeah. word woke going to be used in that review? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I... Uh, well, <laughs> who knows, man? I just don't get it. Like... I, like, I just don't get these. Like, words cannot truly convey how bad and disappointing HBO's Obi-Wan Kenobi is. This is on Metacritic. HBO's? That's what it says. I grew up with the prequels and I've seen Revenge of the Sith in the movie theater. Cool. Great story, buddy. Uh, they don't care about Star Wars. They care about Star Wars as a platform to push their woke characters. It's because the villain is a black woman? That like <laughs> Is that really it? Like, they're so mad. <laughs> Here's my favorite part of this In a galaxy full of aliens. Inquisitors is made up, is a made up storyline by some woke writer. Bro, I've got big news for you. All of this is made up. <laughs> like, this didn't happen. Whoa, uh, like, whoa, what, whoa, are, whoa, whoa, what whoa. are they doing? What is the problem? <laughs> what is the real problem? Like, I really, I really want to know. I want someone to sit down. I want someone to sit down and explain to me why it's a problem to to cast a new character. We talk all the time about not wanting to recast, like not not you and I, but people complaining all the time about recasting characters as a different sex, as a different race, right? Yeah. Like as if it mattered to begin with. So now we're going to just make up, we're going to make up a new character. We're going to make up a new one. Who cares? I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Oh, it's because it's you're trying to push your woke feminism on me. She is a I strong just, female character. She is not a I damsel just, in distress. She's got her own agenda. She's making things happen. She's driven. We don't know why. And the things she's trying to make do, we don't want to happen. She is a villain. But yeah. yeah. I I, mean, I would love nothing would I just I can't it's look, we've we've talked about this. We've beat we've beat this conversation to death then resurrected it, and then beat it some more so many times. That's what it deserves. If your only complaint about a character is that that they don't look like you, that's not a legitimate complaint, and you should reevaluate your life. And that's all I want to give it. This, pri- this is worth the price of subscription. 
I think so. And while you're subscribed, go check out Mandalorian. Do you think these people complain about Femship? No, because it's optional. <laughs> no, but no, like when when they're like watching like, you know, maybe like a gameplay or a let's play or they're watching a YouTube video like top 10 Mass Effect races. I think that's an actual YouTube video. Like when they see gameplay with Femship in it, do you think they just get like red with rage? Do you think that they just like they just see murder? They're like, I don't like it. Yes. <laughs> I, I imagine enough. so. Uh, well, if you agree or disagree with our views on Obi One, you can email us at sci-fiwiseguys at gmail I'll be happy to engage with you um, and give you my opinion on why I think your opinion is wrong. Either way, if you're going to email me and just complain about Hollywood's wokeness, I've got bad news. I don't care. <laughs> If you'd like to get blocked on social media, you can yeah. add us at uh, <laughs> Sci-Fi Wise Guys on Twitter or Instagram and let us know how uh, horrible we are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a writer. I'm not a professional script writer. I don't make films. I'm not a producer. I'm not an actor. I think the most I've come to show business is I've worked a light board in a community theater play. So if you want to come to me and complain about wokeness, I, you're coming to the wrong person. But if you do have any suggestions topics that you'd like us to discuss on the pod hit us up we're always ready and we're always willing to talk to our fans um, i think some of the the best things that we've reviewed have in fact been listener suggestions as always like and subscribe follow us on your social media that anthony just mentioned uh i i, I don't have a facebook account anymore i'm pretty sure the facebook group has closed i don't know i think it's still open but it will be closed by the time you hear this very sorry oh yeah. <laughs> oh, are you close? Are I'm going to close. Turning off I'm Facebook? getting off my, like with neither of us on Facebook, there's no point in having a Facebook group. Yeah. Sorry, Facebook. No one cares about you. Uh, yeah. Put your chisels down. But yeah, like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We're on Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts. Oh, speaking of Apple Podcasts, uh, my mother-in-law had surgery on one of her eyes and cataracts, oh. you know, old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, what should I do? And I said, well, hey. You can listen to a podcast. Yeah. And she's like, well, what's a podcast? And I, I was like, you know, it's it's just a free-flowing conversation that's recorded and then distributed. There's a lot of audio, like drama type podcasts as well. There's there's some fictional ones for sure. Yeah. So she was like, oh, should I listen to yours? I was like, you know, you can. I don't know if you'd enjoy it, but there are a lot of narrative podcasts. Mm. Um, you know, true crime is a is huge right now. Right now she's listening to, I'm not going to say the name, because not because I'm not going to give them any advertisement i just don't remember what you called it <laughs> but it's a it's a story about a a, a like a, a tower in a in a in a in a, in a park and oh. it's like horror oh, like a, like a ranger tower you know where you a fire watch or whatever anyways but uh, she did in fact download the first episode and she's like i'm gonna listen to the first episode i was like don't <laughs> oh of us do not listen to the, yeah do not listen to that don't first that. episode don't skip it you should, you should skip several <laughs> I mean, if in fact, I think we should go back and just like relabel those episodes like with do not listen until you've listened to episode like 80. <laughs> Unless you've listened to the review of Cyborg X, you don't understand yeah, what is sure. happening. Yeah. Danny, listen to all the old episodes, Treo. Yes. Well, I don't really have anything else. We just told people not to listen to our podcast, so that's a unique ending, yeah. right? That stands that makes us stand out. I don't have anything else either. Just want to remind everyone to stay healthy, stay hydrated. And, you know, if you're the princess of some place, don't run off without a guard. You little idiot. 
Did you like those uniforms? <laughs> Cere- ceremony, like he had like a, a sweater tied around. Yeah. His, like he was wearing a parka and had a sweater tied around the parka. Like I mean, come let's on, let's be honest, come man. On, like the, the uniforms on the Yavin Four in Star Wars: A New Hope, they're pretty bad, <laughs> right? Like, what are those helmets? What aliens did they steal those helmets for? Because those aren't human-shaped helmets. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Smoky Mare, Smoky Bear 420G, Trash Woke Series with a Trash Subpart Actor. These gotta be, like, these have to be AI generated, right? Like, oh, like, like, this is my favorite one so far. Honestly, wanted to love this, but my God, it's terrible. Poor dialogue and scenes that make no sense and go nowhere. Have you seen any of the other Star Wars movies? (laughs) Have you seen a single one of them? You could have just brought back Mace Windu and said that Yoda rescued him on an anti-gravity craft and gave him a mechanical arm. No! (laughs) Where are these ideas coming from? (sighs) Ugh.